Coming to a stop before Swindler, Franny took his large hands in her delicate ones and squeezed tightly. Having been brutalized as a child, she'd always been extremely reserved with her hugs, so he hadn't expected one in welcome. What surprised him was that neither did he desire one. It seemed when he thought of a woman holding him, the only image that came to mind was that of Eleanor. Your Grace, he said to her, then nodded at Greystone. Oh, Jim, please, I'm still Franny. Don't be formal with me. I'll take it as an insult. You're a duchess now. I'm your friend, aren't I? He could see in the green depths of her eyes how important his answer was. Yes, of course you are. She smiled happily at him. It's so good to see you. You're looking well. He'd have thought it impossible, but her smile grew. The south of France was wonderful. Sterling and I had a marvelous time. Even knowing that marvelous time would have included lovemaking, Swindler felt no jealousy. He felt nothing except gladness that Franny was so obviously happy. We've been home for a couple of days now, Franny said. I was afraid. I'm glad you came by to visit. Shall we go into the parlor? She didn't wait for an answer, but stole her arm around his and led the way. What can I offer you to drink, Swindler? Greystone asked, as he walked to a table with decanters. Nothing, thank you. I fear this isn't exactly a social call. Scotland Yard sent you here? Franny asked, as she sat on the settee. Swindler dropped into a chair opposite her, while Greystone took his place beside her. Not intentionally, no. But I'm in need of a bit of assistance with the case I'm working. What sort of assistance? Franny asked. I understand you're having a ball tomorrow night. Yes. Sterling thought it essential for the new Duchess of Greystone to host a party as soon as we return from our wedding trip. Catherine's been handling the particulars. I would like you to invite Miss Eleanor Watkins. Her father was a Viscount, so it wouldn't be inappropriate for her to attend. Good Lord, Jim, she could be a washerwoman, and if you have an interest in her, I would invite her. I suppose I'm to invite you as well. Yes, if you don't mind. She may also need a gown. She's not here for the season? No, I believe she's here for revenge. Revenge sounds like something that will put my wife in harm's way, Greystone said. If that's the case, then we can't be of help. Sterling, I almost lost you once, Franny. I'll not risk it again. With amusement, Swindler watched the silent battle of wills. Apparently, the Duke had yet to discover that his Duchess possessed a very stubborn streak. She finally turned her attention to Swindler. Tell me about the lady. Taking a deep breath, he leaned forward, digging his elbows into his thighs. He explained how she'd come to his attention. She quite simply fascinates me, but I've never told her my true purpose. What it is I intend to gain from her. Sometimes I feel as though I'm back under Fagin's employ, working so bloody hard to fleece someone without him knowing. You're doing your job. That's just it, Franny. I'm not, not really. 
I'm simply enjoying her company. I'd hoped in time that she'd come to trust me, confide in me, tell me of her plans regarding Rockberry. But she avoids discussing him at every turn. The time has come for me to bring this matter to a close. I must confront her, and when I do, whatever tender regard she might have toward me is certain to sour. I would like to give her this night at your ball, a gift as it were, before she discovers that I've been deceiving her.